Hi everyone, and welcome to the Regen Racing Podcast, Episode 5. I'm Dino. And I'm Nath. Welcome again, Nath. Great to have you back. Oh, it's always a pleasure, Dean. Thanks for having me. No problem, no problem. So, what have you been up to this week? Oh, what have I been up to this week? Uh, just just the usual, just the usual, you know. Uh, bit of work, bit of, bit of messing around, bit of, uh, bit, of, bit of sitting at home doing nothing. It's all good. So no study then? No, no study uh, study holidays at the moment between semesters. So um, yeah, just having a bit of a break. It's nice. Oh, so so you've got time to uh, watch the New York race from last year? Uh, I would have time to do that. I haven't done that yet, but I will have time to do that, yes. I'm going to be doing that this week. It looks amazing. Uh, and it's it's up on the actual YouTube, the official ABV FA Formula E. Mm. YouTube, so yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm definitely checking that one out just to see what happened last year. Yeah, was it a double so, header last year as well in New York? I think so. Could have been in Montreal. I'm sure the listeners will probably, yeah, help us out on this one. But yeah, I think it was, it was either one of those two for sure. I went to a little uh, event that was kind of like food stalls and crafts and bits and pieces, and um. Main attraction being the fireworks. So that was mm-hmm. on Friday. That was called Littleton Lights. Nice. Pretty cool. Ooh. Pretty cool. Um, yeah. Only around $10,000 worth of fireworks. And you don't get yeah. much for 10 grand, unfortunately. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> All went up Which in flames is, pretty yeah. quickly. <laughs> there were some cool ones, but it, yeah, they didn't last as long as we had hoped. So yeah. that, was, that was a bit disappointing, but that's okay. You, uh, yeah, you do these things. Yeah. So uh, quick little and... interjection here, um, just looking on the old website. Um, last year, rounds 9 and 10 in New York, and then rounds 11, 12, Montreal. Right. So oh, we were... I was correct in that Montreal yeah. was the doubleheader. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a doubleheader in Berlin, New York, and Montreal, all doubleheaders to finish the season, so. Wow. Okay. Anyway, Crazy. looking forward. <laughs> Yes, um, I've also got some uh, new podcast equipment coming soon, um, like a, a boom arm, and that should make this a little bit better, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. So, we'll move right into uh, media of the week. What is your chosen media of the week? What have you been watching? My chosen media. Or... So, in this, in this study break that I'm on currently for the next couple of weeks, um, I have been catching up on a lot of things, a lot of media that I half finished. Um, so I have so far, I finished, uh, I finished watching 30 Rock, uh, which I started a long time ago and never finished. So I've, uh, I've finished that and I am currently just finishing off the last couple of seasons of, um, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Okay. Yeah. I haven't heard of that one. No. Oh, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, very not not indie at all. Really, very um, very popular and out there. Um, yeah, just a bit of a bit of a, bit of a situational comedy about a parks and recreation department in a small out of the way town in Midwest America. Well, that could be quite fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I find I I it's, um, I deal a little bit with. with local government in my line of work so it's there's a lot of kind of things there that you relate to and um yeah it's 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 pretty good acting's top notch 
What about yourself, Dean? I followed your recommendation of Waterdeep Mountain High, uh, the podcast from from last week, uh, and it is hilarious. Now, you're not a huge Dungeons & Dragons fan, are you? I've never played it. I've I've had friends that have played it, but I've never actually played it myself, and I've always had people being like, oh, you should come, it's really fun. Yeah. I thought, nah, it's it's, it's not going to be for me. But I think, you know, I might give it a try one day. Um, yeah. The podcast, I think my favorite character is Peng, and he's a forest mm. goblin. Uh, the I think it's Brindley Stent is the the actor or um, person that does Peng. So have you been keeping up with it? I've, I've... I have. I have. I haven't watched the, oh, sorry, yeah. listened to the latest episode from Friday, but... Um... Yeah, I, yep. I've listened to the uh, the four episodes previous to that, and it is it's it's very good. Well, Ping is back. Oh yes, I, I missed the last yes. episode. Yep, same actually. I would love it if yeah, she was a permanent part of the uh, permanent part of the cast for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, we also have a competition, don't we, Nath? We do. First competition giveaway time. Whoop whoop. Yep. We are giving away a keep cup, so it's a uh, 12 ounce uh, natural coloured uh, keep cup. So the competition will be posted on Facebook and Twitter, uh, and all you have to do is follow the podcast and retweet the post on Twitter, or if you prefer Facebook, you just got to follow and share um, and let us know what you think would be a great segment or idea for the show. Mm-hmm. Putting it out there, people I'm sure have uh, a lot better ideas than we do, so... We look forward to hearing your ideas and thoughts. You can help us out. Yeah. And so the winner and their idea or response will be announced on the show in August. Looking forward to seeing what you come up with. Wonderful. Um, If you don't know what Keep Cups are, um, check them out on on the web. They've got essentially just a a reusable, um, eco-friendly cup, but they come in all sorts of different varieties and colorways. And um, yeah, they do some pretty cool stuff. And they're pretty customizable. I've got a couple of them. Mm. I think uh, I think your wife has one. Yes, yep. Takes yep. it everywhere. Yep. So we are big fans. Uh, and so we thought, yeah, so we thought we want to help the environment and give you something to mm. keep your coffee warm. Wonderful. Um, so moving along to news this week, what's what's been happening, Dean? We have had a Pikes Peak uh, hill climb record. For those of you that don't know what Pikes Peak is, it is basically a massive mountain that is just over 14,000 uh, feet. You know, this is amazing. It's called the Race to the Clouds. Um, Volkswagen and Romain Dumas have uh, set a record 7 minutes 57.148. So the previous record, which was held by Sebastian Loeb uh, in a Peugeot 208 T16, and that was 8 minutes 13. So Romain has absolutely smashed it. It's, um, mm. it's come down quite a bit. So they were only setting out to challenge the the electric vehicle um, record and ended up absolutely smashing the overall record as well, didn't they? Yep, they did. So they've got both. They've got both now. Yeah. So I think it was so they a... smashed the existing record by 15 seconds? Yeah. Yeah. Massive. It's, it's incredible. Um, yeah. And the the thing is that the electric vehicles obviously when the air gets thinner at the top of the mountain it translates into less downforce but it also translates mm. 
into a loss of power at altitude for like combustion engines, it's a big advantage to have an EV. And this thing, yeah. 680 horsepower, 479 pounds of torque. Incredible. Yeah. So official results haven't been announced yet, um, but that's expected to stand, and that is going to be absolutely massive for Pikes Peak, and hopefully we'll see more electric vehicles um, challenging that next year. And also um, I see uh, the Volkswagen group are very keen to um, try this car on other races and um, see what it can do in other fields. So um, look forward to seeing seeing this um, grow in future. Also good for Volkswagen, uh, I was going to mm. say, because of uh, Dieselgate. So I think they want people to forget about that. So <laughs> they are, I think this is, you know, one of the ways that they're, Oh, we need uh, positive, positive PR. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's awesome. Yeah. So, will we be seeing Volkswagen and Formula E in a few years' time? I hope so. I really do. Um, yeah, it would be great to see them in here. Moving into Formula E news, though. One of my favourite pieces of the news for this week. Unchanged lineup for Jaguar in Season 5. Mmm. Big news from Mitch Evans. Yeah. Yep. Mitch Evans and Nelson Piquet Jr., Set to continue with Jaguar in season five. Obviously, Jaguar's had uh, a bit better of a second season. Their first season only scoring twenty-seven points. So, this is—I mean, it's not even close. So, yeah, they must yeah. be happy with how it's gone and how they've progressed. Yeah, and just looking at the development from last season into this season, um, you know, really exciting to see um, see them carry on that that uh, momentum into next season and um, build off that. So. Yeah, good news, good news. Yeah, so we got this um, bit of news off eRacing365, and um, team principal said basically, you know, Mitch has shown that he's really capable of being right on the pace at the front as well as, you know, Nelson, which mm. he won the first season, I think, with Neo. So they're both, they're both going to be charging, you know, at the front of the pack for next season, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah especially if they keep progressing like they have. Excellent. And so moving on to another team, Venturi. Yes, this is an interesting one as well. They they can't stay out of the news, can they, at the moment? No. Susie Wolf has been announced as team principal at Venturi with immediate effect. So she's going to look after the team at the doubleheader in New York, and it's been a busy year for Venturi. So it's founded a, a new next-gen academy which I think they're doing something with um, Electric GT. And Felipe Mass has joined the team, and it is also um, providing HWA, which will join the championship next year with Venturi Car. Um, but they've appointed former racing driver Susie Wolf as team principal, and she's also a shareholder. Do you know who, who she is, Nathan? Um. I didn't until we started talking about this, and I looked up her Wikipedia page on my phone. Um, right. So <laughs> that's probably former, a good thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Former British racing driver. Um, her parents uh, owned a motorcycle dealership in Oban, and uh, okay. father raced bikes. So coming from a very uh, motorsport-heavy background, um, so she started off, you know, started off in karting, like um, most great drivers. Moved into Formula Three. Um, Signed uh, with Williams uh, Formula One in 2012 and worked as a development driver. And so, yeah, really, really heavily involved in motorsport, um, particularly it seems like on the on the back end as well as um, in the driver's seat. Um, so I'm sure she's got a lot of 
good experience and um and and drive that she will bring to the team. Do you know who her husband is? Yeah, are you looking at this page at the same time as I? Because I just scrolled down to that. Um, he's the executive director of Mercedes um, Formula One team. Correct. So Toto Wolf. Yes. Yep. I see him on the TV all the time, banging his fist mm. on the table. So, <laughs> yeah, he's um, he's very very passionate, very passionate man. Uh, and obviously with that background, motorsport, very much, very much a, a talking point at dinner. I assume. Yeah, it's um so you know strengthening the ties between Formula E and Formula One through marriage now. So um yeah, yes. Also, uh, probably HWA is going to be Mercedes in season six. So, uh, this is also tying it together as well quite nicely. Right. Yeah. Um. So possible races um coming up for st petersburg or adelaide australia yep so this one uh the news came from autosport that delegates from both places have been talking to formula e nice so will this be will we be looking at this uh for next season dean or for the 2020 season there could be could be one of these for next season i think there was one spot that was tba or tbc rather so I'm hoping Adelaide, because it's close to us, but yeah. <laughs> uh, also, yeah, I mean, there's, there's the thing. You know, St. Petersburg would be awesome, um, or Sochi, or, but we'll see. We'll see. I think it would mm. be awesome if Adelaide, because I think they have a, a street circuit for the V8 supercars. Right. And, yeah, as you mentioned, Adelaide is just a hop, skip, and a jump for us, isn't it? Well, it's about, I think it's like three and a half, four hours or something on a plane, but it's, yeah, it's a bit yeah. closer than yeah. than Russia. Yeah. And they're, they're a bit busy at the moment, so. Yeah. They, um, yeah. You've probably, uh, probably been watching a little bit of the, bit of the World Cup. It is, it is hard to stay out of it, Dean. Um, it has become all engrossing around the office of, over the last week. Yeah. Um, so, uh, have you been, well, have you been getting into the office early or? To watch a bit of it no I've, I've been watching it at home actually with the um with the time difference where we are in new zealand and then it's it's just perfect for a six o'clock start watch a game have breakfast and, and scoot off to work and arrive on time so it's been it's been brilliant in that regard um yeah. but yeah yeah it's it's the most exciting world cup um i can remember yeah i've got to got to agree we also had news yesterday that the lottery element that is the qualifying groups have been changed slightly so uh, the qualifying procedure for Season 4 was that they are randomly chosen. So Season 5 instead will be uh, the best placed drivers in the first 6-minute group session. So if you are leading the championship, you will be in the first group through to the 6th group. So a little bit different. Um, presently, the groups are a bit easier if you're further to the back. So you really want to be in group five uh, obviously that's not going to be the case but there is a significant chance that if you get through to super pole the tires will be cooler and so you'll have an advantage to yeah possibly get pole from there uh, Mara Engel says that um, he believes the move will create more exciting races for the fifth season and um, I'm looking forward to this and I know that it's probably a very welcome change the title fight I went to Reddit to get a couple of other views because we, you know, 
put our put our thoughts out there last episode. Yep. Would you like to to read those out? So uh, NeoVolt on Reddit, um, his view: Vern will win the drivers' championship unless something unexpected happens. Um, probably another very strong showing from both Audis. Sam Bird definitely has the opportunity to shake things up, but it would take an outstanding performance to beat Vern in the championship. Um, yeah, yeah. So also confused shelf, like your username there. Um, they're going for Audi to win the um, the constructors, constructors. championship. Um, been a top formal season, just dreadful reliability, and it makes a nice comeback story. Um, he says, honestly, though, I don't like the idea of one privateer team winning. Reminds me of the WRC 2017 with M Sport. So I'll be happy if Jachit takes it. I think he says, I do like the idea of the privateer team winning. Oh, you do? Yes, yes. Yeah. I completely read that wrong. That changes, that changes his view on that quite dramatically. Um, it does. And as for the Drivers' Championship, you'd have to say Vern has been stronger than Bird in the last few races. His view is Bird got lucky in Zurich, which is hard to disagree with. So I expect him to win. However, memories of Buemi at Montreal are lingering in the back of my mind. That's last year. I think Buemi got, uh, what I remember, he got penalties galore. And um, I think it was 24 points or similar to what it is now. And yeah, it was basically Degrassi that stormed home. Yeah, in Montreal last year. Mm. So, you know, there's, there's there's a big weekend coming up with the races in New York. And, um, yeah, what are you uh, what are you looking forward to most, Dean? I'm looking forward to seeing, well, you know that I think Bird's going to win the championship. I think, yeah. um, I do think, though, like we talked about, um, Tachita will hold on. But, I mean, Audi has been coming on strong and... As Confused Shelf says, it would make a nice comeback story, but I do think I do think Tachita will hold it. Um, I'm looking forward mm. to I'm looking forward to having a race that you know it's going to be the last one in these cars. So yeah, I'm actually looking forward to just soaking up the the car swaps and and what we have. Oh, um, yeah, what we have this this season. So. It's all going to change next season, so yeah, just another chance to see to see these ones in action for the final time. It'll, um, it's a bit of an end of the era, really, with this with this first generation cars. So um, it'll be interesting to see how how hard they throw them round, whether they uh, they go for broke or try and um, save them for the for the mantelpiece and for the showroom floors. So, well, if you're if you're one of the teams not in the title fight, I'd just be going for it <laughs> to you know get that win, but last race. Yeah. Last yeah. race of the gym cars, just just yeah. leave it, just yeah, put to the floor. Yeah. So speaking about Gen One, um, some some Gen Two liveries have been released. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any favourites? Well, I have to say they are all looking fantastic. First of all, um, the Gen Two cars are looking so snazzy. Um, and the you know the the incorporation of the halo around the top actually I think it makes them yeah um, I have to agree. Now favorite part really with the Gen Two liveries is just how slick they're all looking. I've 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 talked to you about it many times before, Dean, about how I'm not a huge fan of of very um, messy and and busy liveries. So there's some really slick looking um, cars in here. My favorite though, I think it would have to be. A tie between DS and BMW. 
Um, both are very black. Um, BMW has a has a lovely matte finish, whereas DS is a bit more of a um, more of a gloss um, finish. But both are just looking really slick and really sharp. You don't think the Audi one's too busy? Well, it's probably the, the busiest of all uh, of them. Yeah, with the two different wheels uh, colors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of hard to see too much from just the, the view they've released. Oh, no, there is the, the overall view there as well. It's probably the busiest of all of them. Um, I do I do like their color scheme with the green in there, but not the not the biggest fan of that livery. Yeah, I've got to say um, myself, uh, Venturi with the silver and blue, which is something a bit different from this season. So mm. they're changing up a bit for season five. And... Um, also, Panasonic Jaguar, which is pretty similar to what we see this season on the car. Yeah, they're um, keeping that same theme going with the the neon bluey green and the in the black, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they are. It's quite nice. Um, I will post um post the link in the show notes so you can have a good look at uh good look at these liveries. Um, and it is from Confused Shelf. So thank you, Confused Shelf, if you're listening. Um, thanks for putting that together. Appreciate your work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, quick mention also, Dragon, their livery design with the white and red cars. So they have kept them the same. So they've got the two different liveries, don't they? They've got the red and white and the white and red. Yes, yep, absolutely. They are looking really good on this car, especially mm. the predominantly white with the red. So it does look nice. Very nice. Very nice. All right, any further thoughts, Nath? Or... Um. I'm just I'm just looking forward to New York. Um it's been a absolutely fascinating um season to follow. Season four, thinking back to some of the earlier races and the drama that happened there. Seems like so long ago. Uh yeah, so so looking forward to, to the final couple of races in New York and, and kind of how this all how this all falls out. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think this is this is gonna be one for the history books for sure. Mm. Mm. Excellent. Well, we look forward to uh, catching up with you guys after that. Um, thanks for listening. If you'd like to email us, we're at hello at Regen Racing Podcast. You can catch us on Twitter at Regen Racing, Facebook um, at Regen Racing Podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or the podcatcher of your choice. Next episode, we'll have the conclusion of the 2018 Formula E Championship, and we can't wait to review all the action. So we'll Catch you then. All right. We'll see you later. Thanks, everyone.